Hello, my name is Tim. And I live on a canal boat very close to Birmingham city centre in the UK. Up until only a few days ago, the coronavirus seemed to be a thing happening thousands of miles away from us. But as restrictions on how people of Britain could travel or even socialise started coming to place, I was both touched and amused by the number of friends who contacted me and said, how are you coping with isolation on the boat? Or, hmm, looks like you might be in the best place to be right now, mate. I was intrigued by these messages. Did people think that as a boat dweller, my response to these epic government enforcements were going to be any different to those who lived in regular houses? This podcast is an exploratory journey. We're at the very beginning of what looks like to be a crisis of epic proportions. Every person on the planet will be affected, and every one of us will have our own personal story to tell. I have no idea if the coronavirus story of boat dwellers will be different to those of people who live in houses, but I hope that this series of podcasts, and we don't yet know how long this series will be, will give an insight into how some boat dwellers respond to and cope with the shitstorm that we're about to face. It started with me asking my partner Rachel how she thought things were going to be different now that we were three days into a government-enforced lockdown. I don't think it's been normal in the sense that it's almost been a little bit like an episode of Little House on the Prairie. Everyone's outside chopping wood and tending their gardens and making good and chatting at, at a distance. That is a good point. We have seen more of our neighbours mm. these last couple of days than we have um, ever before. And we have quite a few neighbours here. There is perhaps 20 liveaboard people in Hockleyport, so I asked the same question of a few of them. Here's Nikki. I think if you're going to get locked down anyway, Hockleyport is a pretty good place to be. We've got lots of land. We're right in the city centre, but you'd never know it because it's quiet and green. And we're all beautifully social distanced from each other. So we can walk around, we can do our daily life, we can plant out in the garden, sit out and you know, enjoy the sunshine but we've all got space and I think it makes a huge difference that we've got this communal space rather than having to look over into people's gardens and, and share space like that because while we maintain our privacy we can still be private. My name's Harry Smith, I live on a 32 foot fibreglass boat that's trying really hard to be a narrow boat. One of the best things that's come out of being stuck in my own home is actually seeing my boat in daylight. Normally I leave when it's dark and I come back when it's dark and that's my day and I kind of get in and cook and go to bed and to actually have some time to appreciate my boat and kind of look outside has, has been really, really lovely. Uh, it's also been really lovely to see all of my neighbours as well, um, who I don't see all that much of and I think everyone in a, in a setting like this is all so friendly that it's really nice to meet people like that. This is Lisa and Ian on Black Bess. Our experience of the lockdown so far has maybe been slightly different to others because we're both key workers. I work for the NHS and Ian is a bin lorry driver for Birmingham City Council. This is lucky because you can work at home now. So that's helped a lot, hasn't it? Like, but that's right. Having this good weather's works because yeah. people are still keeping a gap between each other and we're able to talk to everybody as normal. That That's always been a good thing when the sun comes out in Hockley Log, you start to talk to people. To give uh, to give the port its due, it's always a little bit like that when the weather first turns sunny after winter, isn't it? Mm. We all kind of come out mm. um, and see each other because it is quite an outdoorsy life when it's nice weather and it's been quite rubbish. So, but yeah, we've definitely seen more people. Well, people aren't at work, mm. are they? Well, three days into a lockdown here, 
it doesn't actually feel that much different on the surface. It's sunny, everybody's out and about and doing gardens and we're all chatting to each other. There, there is that underlying anxiety. I know when I'm trying to work, um, I can't focus on anything. Um, so even though I think I'm fine, I'm just not. I run a business that builds wall painting robots. So that's robots that climb up walls and paint them. And we've been forced to close that due to the current quarantine. Quite a hard decision to make. Going to have a very big impact on our small business. But fortunately, I've been able to work from home over the past couple of days. It's been difficult working from home because we've both been working from, well, point number one, and this is the same for many, many people, We are, a lot of our work is in jeopardy uh, slash has ceased. But also we've both been working from home and we've both been trying to do phone meetings at the same time. That's been difficult. Which is very really difficult in both. Because you, you can't get far enough away from each yeah, other to can't have private conversations. Door. I mean, yeah. unless one of us went and sat on the loo, which is probably not the way to Zoom anyone. Mm. So, yeah, the boat does definitely present some problems, but... So far? So good. My first proper day of quarantine was actually really nice. So on my way home from work before we shut down, I didn't manage to get hold of any milk. It had sold out in all the supermarkets, so I thought, what on earth am I going to do for breakfast? So I bought some croissants um, and I sat on my back deck of my boat in the sun enjoying a croissant for breakfast, which just made me feel like I was on holiday, to be honest. I've been miserable as anything. You have been miserable. I've been really miserable. You've been quite You come up. I think we. you go up and I go down, then... I come up and you go down. We, we, I say that twice. <laughs> Basically, I'm down all the time. You're down you're all the say, time. In a nice no, you're way. not. We we have to we have to support each other quite a lot, don't we? We are going up and down, both of us, mm. like a seesaw. Mm. And we're only three days in. Seesaw on lockdown. That's the name of my new album. Oh. We're in a both privileged and a slightly difficult situation when it comes to lockdown because. We are in this gated port community, pretty much surrounded by nature, but very near the city. We um, have always enjoyed walking on the canals and taking the boat out, but now there's less people out there, so we had a nice run this morning, didn't we? Normally, if you went for a run at 8.30 on a weekday morning, there'd be loads of people cycling. Excuse me! <laughs> ding, 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 ding! ding. <laughs> loads of people cycling to work really fast, people walking kids, yeah, you know, people walking to work, runners, it was, mm. there was no one. We saw mm. two or three bikes, a few runners. Mm. Um, so it's really privileged that we have all that on our doorstep and we're really lucky yeah. compared to a lot of people who are in lockdown. And yet, mm. actually, we still live in a community where we all have to um, share a lot of things. So we have a wash room here mm. where we do our washing, our washing machines here. And the door handle has a code on it and it's, yeah, it's metal it and we panic time, yeah. about um, yeah. washing our hands after going to the post room. But overall, it's it's a weird place to be because it, we're so isolated. If you don't go out the gate, you'd never know that you're in the city. It's so it's gone quiet. That's the that's the weird thing actually. It's gone it's gone so quiet. You don't really hear the city sounds. John said he finds it strange not seeing aeroplanes. Um, you hear the sirens, as you normally do, but there's this, this Christmas Day hush to the place. Um, combine that with you know, spring budding and everything, it, it's, it's, it's very peculiar. The thing about being in a boating community is that whatever the other politics or whatever, everybody will always help each other. And so we're looking out for Anne, who's elderly and on a boat on her own. So everybody's just checking that she's got everything she needs. Anne is a very 
very proud lady. Now, as a lady, she won't reveal her age, but it's got to be over 70 because she's had the notification of the government about 12 weeks staying oh, in. Oh, yes, yeah. Yeah, to stay in for 12 weeks. So we know she's over 70. We've had to, we, we've just been doing a good thing, really. We just like, we've been getting we've, food for her. Yeah. Um, but she won't ask, will she? No, she won't. There's lots of things that she's struggling to do, and you have to sort of like, sort of volunteer yourself to do it because you're doing that for yourself anyway, and then she's fine about that. That's right, yeah, yeah. She's getting help off at the church that she attends as well. They're going to be sending her a food pack. I think the biggest change that the quarantine has actually brought upon me is the ability to be around in the daytime and to really appreciate just quite what a beautiful setting actually living on a boat is and quite how lucky I am and at the moment I'm almost seeing it as a as a positive thing you know all of the negative elements of it the economic consequences it is going to affect me as as everyone I'm just kind of seeing as totally out of my control at the moment and I'm just trying to make the best of every day and really appreciate quite how lucky I am to be on a boat in all of this I am worried uh about i mean it's been lovely the weather so far hasn't it but i, I must admit i am worried when the weather turns mm. and the rain comes and we have to lock down in this 50 foot by six foot boat mm. and we can't see neighbors and we can't sit outside and drink our coffee on the towpath that is going to be hard i'm i am i'm worried about that i'm frightened for that coming i mean right now i feel good what are you frightened about specifically just being completely locked in it's like a prison sentence I mean, this, this... Cheers, mate. Well, this boat... <laughs> with you. <laughs> this boat is probably about no bigger than a cell. Can't even go for an exercise. It's stuff that we've always had, but it's becoming more obvious now. that We are a community. For better or worse, we all live together. We're a community and we're looking after each other. And that's what I'm quite liking. I hope that really carries on because uh, we've we've lost that over recent years we have lost that community feel and i think it's it, you know this could be an opportunity for it to come back so generally speaking it looks like we haven't been greatly impacted yet by britain's lockdown i will be frequently checking in with my fellow boat dwellers and making a new episode of this podcast each week as I go to publishing now, already things have changed and new neighbours want to share their experiences too. Please subscribe to this podcast to follow our unique perspective during this dreadful time. I'm extremely grateful to all our contributors in this episode who incidentally had to make their recordings in their own safe spaces via WhatsApp and Facebook Messenger. Stay safe, stay home and wash your hands. Bye.